0: Teamwork makes the dream work. Hallelujah. And and listen, we need to start coming together as a team. Hello? We got to start coming together as a team. We need to communicate more. We need to work together as a team. I have always believed in teamwork. Always have. When I, taught, when I taught school, we worked, the best group that I worked with, we worked as a team. We couldn't get it done otherwise. Teamwork makes everything better. By myself, I can only do so much, but when I have a team around me, I can do more. Amen? Ecclesiastes is after Proverbs. So if you go Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, I could see some of you are calling, where in the world am I? So praise God, we need to do that. We have to have the same vision and the same purpose. Come on. We need to have the same vision and the same purpose. What does it mean for us to be working as a team? Working in unity? Well, let's break down team. Let's look at what it means. Oh, there, she's got it up there. How in the world did that not get, I sent it over nice and neat and lined up. How in the world did that not get up there like that? I'm gonna have to talk to my teammate. to say, hey, we need to work together as a team because how I want something done visually is how I want, because I want the same purpose, the same vision. But let's look at what TEAM stands for. Together, everyone achieves more. Together, everyone achieves more. Right? Do you think we could put on a good vacation Bible school if we just said, okay, Timey, you're running vacation Bible school. It's all yours. You've got to do everything. So she's doing the opening all by herself. And, 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 and she's being all the characters that we're going to have. There's about six characters, right? About six characters. You, you haven't seen it yet? You've got to look at the openings. You, this guy is going to be one of our stars in the opening. Sarah, Danny, Sam. I don't know who else, but do you think that Timey can play the character like this guy could? Oh, she'd do a Timey way, but he's going to do a Jeremy way. But together, it's going to be sensational. Do you think Timey was going to be able to go ahead, okay, I'm doing the registration table, and be able to keep the kids in line before, for the opening? I don't think so. Do you think she's gonna? Then she's got to run back and teach the Bible lesson. Then she's got to run over and do the crafts. Then she has to run outside and do the games. Then she has to run inside and feed the kids. And then she has to run and do the closing and and do the singing and do everything. But she wouldn't last a week. Would we be peeling her off the floor? But with a team together, everyone. Together, everyone achieves more with a good team that she's building right now. Jody is going to be part of that team. Lorraine is going to be part of that. They're going to be doing the nursery. So the nursery kids are learning about Jesus while the rest of the kids are doing all the VBS stuff and learning about the heroes of the faith. It takes everyone working together. But you know what? Vacation Bible school can't start the first day. Vacation Bible School takes planning. And she needs a team to make the decorations. This hallway here, when you walk down this hallway, it's going to look like a city. It's going to be cool. They've already, right away, they started dreaming. I have no idea how the front of the church is going to look. And I have no idea if there's a uh, a bible signal or something that goes up for the heroes to get together i don't have a clue uh, to all that stuff she does but you know what vacation bible school starts before all the decorations it starts the preparation starts in prayer and she needs prayer warriors backing her up it also starts with going and taking the church to the community and letting them know that we are having vacation Bible school. It takes a team. because teamwork makes the dream work. Why do you think we were in the parade the other day? Tim got his pickup truck, and he's dri- Tim Altoff, driving his pickup truck. You know, that was just not long after having a stroke that he got into his pickup truck, and because he loves doing that. Because he could do it for... You know that was more healing for him than a lot of things the doctor's been doing because he could do it for Jesus? Do you you think this this guy here, I don't know what he was dressed as, but he was walking down the street handing out candy. You know what? He wasn't just handing out candy. I was so impressed. He He was handing out hugs. He was handing out hugs and candy. You know how he knows... You know how many little kids don't get hugged today? Come on. He understands that. So he was just acting like Jesus would. He was going along, loving on kids, and letting the parents know, wow, look at that big giant. Loving on my kid and being so kind and making sure that they didn't have to run out in the street to get that candy. Think about it. Come on. Fourth of July. They're not being part of that Fourth of July parade down in Hankinson, but a bunch of them want to hand out flyers because a lot of people from Wapiton and Breck go down to the Fourth of July celebration in Hankinson. But you know what? It's not that far for somebody to drive their kid up from Hankinson. You know, we're not having that many vacation Bible schools in Wapiton this year or Breckenridge. There's got a community vacation Bible school that's happening. And, that's, and, uh, and First Baptist, who always does a great one, they're not doing it because they're moving. And the assemblies are going to be in camp for weeks. They're having a family camp, kid camp, teen camp, all sorts. So, so they're not doing one. Um, we checked. It's us and E-Free. And then the community one. Do you know what a lot of the unchurched people will send their kids to? vacation bible school because they still have a respect for it in the summertime it's the one thing where you can reach families and kids and i'm glad we're doing it again because i'll tell you what there is and i'm telling you people those who are listening at home there is nobody nobody at all that does vacation bible school like new life You'll never find, you could, I'll tell you what, we ended up doing a vacation Bible school one year and it turned out all the other churches did the same thing and we were at the tail end of it. Well, we already had it planned and done and ready to go and we were having it and we had a house full of kids and and we didn't even have all the doodads because sometimes we've learned how to cut corners and make things. So the, And the kids actually enjoy them better the stuff we make, don't they, Robin? And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I had kids come up to me and say, we've been to this vacation Bible school at this church and that church, but this is the best one. Because you know what, we go where the Lord takes us. And we work as a team when we're together inside this building, but we have to learn how to work as a team to take this church into the community and let them know. You know, we're the, I'll tell you what, I've said it for years, we're the best kept secret in Richland and Wilkin County, because we have not learned how to do church outside of the walls. And as a team, oh, I could just go out there and start, you know, doing this and doing that. But you know what? It takes a team to reach a community. Come on. And it doesn't have to be spending a lot of money to do it either. I opened up a Christian magazine the other day, and this pastor made national news. It went viral because he gave away cars to people in need. Well, the only way we could give away cars is if we give away Tim's over here and, and Robin's and one of mine. Well, um, Tim, Tim, Tim's, Tim can't wait to drive his car again. He, he, he's longing to get his car moved up here. I'm telling you, he's told me. He, he's got that driver's itch. He can't wait. And Robin's going, um, if I give away my car, how am I going to get all those people who depend on me to get to church? I guess you'll have to give them piggyback rides oh no pastor you see some of them have you no way I told her the other day though she's one of the strongest women I know but that's not what you meant pastor (laughs) you know what we got to get back to the day where the evangelical church worried about less about stuff and more about giving Jesus away because he's free Come on, how many, neighbor, how many people don't know who Jesus is? How many people don't even know that he's a free gift from God the Father? How many people don't know that they can have the power of God in their life through the Holy Spirit? And they're looking, in all, they're, and they're looking for love, like the old country song says, in all the wrong places. And then they wonder why their families are a mess. Mm, no, I'm not going there. So together, everyone achieves more when we work together. I said I I had to talk to my teammate because I had that all lined up. But you know what? As a teammate, I didn't make sure my teammate knew I wanted it all lined up. Because I I have a teammate whose eyes are funny. (laughs) Hmm. And when I have it all lined up so it spells team going straight down, she can see it better because of her eyes. That's okay. It takes a team. Now, you know what? Jeremy, I can't beat up my teammate who didn't do it the way I sent it over. No, because that's not being a good team member. And And really, I can't really get upset because they did the best they could. And you know what? The other reason I don't want to get mad at my teammate is because I didn't have to do it. <laughs> right? Because I believe in teamwork. Now, you know how I would have solved it? You send me it, and then I'll proof it. But you know what? I didn't want to. Because my teammate's so good, I, it always looks, doesn't it always look nice? The, can you always read it? Does it always make sense, for the most part? (laughs) Because we're such a good team, I could get a phone call in the morning saying, Jason's not well. Please pray for him. That's not like him. Usually he can bounce back from anything. But he went to bed with a horrible headache and woke up this morning woozy. Woozy. And Robin made him go back to bed. She had to actually get out the vel- get out the duct tape, and duct him, to take him, so he wouldn't try to get to church anyway. No, he stood up. He said no. Boom. To bed. Oh my word! But that's usually Jason. He doesn't. Uh, he will go, go, go until he can't go no more. Until his go has pooped, and it's gone, and and it takes a lot for his go to be gone. If, listen to me, if we are working together in unity, that means we will have more kids in church. Come on, where's the amen? Amen. If we are working together in unity, more people will be getting saved. You know what that means? We'll have more people to fellowship with. Oh, I love the chair family. Oh, this chair family is so beautiful. And they always dress the same. They match well, don't they? They wear the <laughs> nice bluest blue clothing all the time. I really like them. But you know what? I want, to make, I want to get to the day when the chair family comes in and they don't know where to sit because there'll be actually people sitting in their places. Wouldn't that be cool? Because teamwork means more people will be in church which means we'll have more people to fellowship well pastor Howard, what are you talking about just oh i could have took us to the book of acts chapter six what happened when the apostles decided they needed a bigger team that's the chapter that the deacons were appointed come on what happened The Bible said that even the priests and the religious leaders were getting saved because they saw such unity in the church, because they were having such great teamwork. And every one of those deacons turned out to be great preachers. They just didn't serve tables. They ended up preaching the word of God, didn't they? I mean, I'll tell you what. Didn't we, don't we go ahead and find the, one of the greatest revivals happening in the book of Acts because one of the deacons went out and he started to preach, and the Lord raised up his daughters to be prophetesses in the early church. And so he raised up, he, he raised up a bunch of girls who were preaching the gospel too, in the early church. I mean, come on, don't tell me there's not women in the ministry when we find them in the Bible. If we're working together in unity, it means the kingdom of God has expanded in Wapiton and Breckenridge. And if that hasn't gotten you excited, how about greater, how about this? If that getting people saved doesn't excite you and having more people to fellowship in church doesn't excite you, how about this? There'll be greater variety of food at our fellowship meals. Oh my word, I remember being in Wisconsin and we got together with another church in our our district and they came to our church and we put on a big meal. And I'll tell you what happened to our folks, which were mainly Germans. Well, I'm telling you, we had so many krauts in our church, it was sour. No, I'm just... (laughs) All right, I can do it. I'm German, so don't be getting mad at me because you know we're not PC around here if you haven't noticed come on we had such great I mean we had we had we had African food Woo, spicy we had Hispanic food oh how many don't like going to Taco John's come on we, we had such a variety of food that day I thought I had died and gone to heaven I'll tell you what, but you know why? What it was, the biggest thing was the fellowship because all these different ethnic groups came together in our church because that church was closer to Milwaukee. We came together, we had, it was God's people loving on each other. Oh, I'll tell you what, God is awesome. And there's people in our, there's four Hawaiians in our community we should be finding out if they're saved. Can you imagine what they can do with pineapple? And I don't like pineapple. (laughs) But I can imagine they could probably make me like pineapple. Uh, pineapple. Oh my word. Are you one of those Hawaiians that they've been... No, you'll be number five then. Pineapples don't belong on pizza. I can easily say that. Leroy will say amen. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, more people who agree with that. (laughs) Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I just pray that you get this message into us. That, Lord, we get excited about reaching people and taking our church into the community, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, I pray. And Lord, I thank you for the anointing that's here this morning. It's been here from the very beginning. And again, we lift up Brother Jason and ask you to heal him, Lord. And touch Brother Joshua. Lord, I'm going to just take a moment here. I know I'm supposed to get back to preaching, but Lord... Something's going on, and Joshua's been having a rough time lately. He loves you, and I love Joshua. And we all do, Lord. Just help him, Lord. He's not communicating what's going on between his ears. And so, oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for a mommy who's been trying to listen, too. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Because, Lord... Mm. He sometimes takes the gospel into this community better than most of us, without even saying a word. So I just praise you for him. Thank you, Lord, for helping us, Lord, to be a team in Jesus' name. In Nehemiah chapter 3, we witness extraordinary team. Extraordinary teamwork in the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem. If you go to Nehemiah chapter 3, you find them working side by side. Because of their teamwork, they made short order of the work of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Because let me tell you something. Now we're going to get into the text. Two are better than one. Two are better than one. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. Let's look at what it says. It says it right here. Look at it. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Oh, that's pretty... That is good stuff there in the scripture. We are not meant to be alone. God said that in from the very beginning with Adam. I need to make him a helpmate. Adam looked at all the animals, named them all, and said so he could still not find a helper amongst them. The puppy dog was okay because, you know, he'd be, every time he saw Adam, he'd get excited. Everybody here knows has a dog knows what he's talking about. Of course, every time the cat saw him, he just ignored him. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine? He, he's naming all the animals. The dog's Lola. Oh, it's Adam. Here comes Lola. Where have you been? I was just over there. I just turned my back for a second. Adam, you're back! Cat goes... What do you get so excited about? It's just Adam. <laughs> Goes back to being cat, ignoring you. They do that well. But we're not meant to be alone. God says in the last days, do not the neglect the gathering of yourselves together. Why? Because in the last days, with the birth pains, it's not going to be fun time. But I'll tell you what, when we see these things happening, we're supposed to look up because our redemption draws nigh. We're supposed to, it's supposed to comfort us and get us excited because Jesus is coming again. Do you know those volcanoes that have been blowing up is a sign of Jesus' return? Come on. Come on. Yellowstone has been rumbling and shaking. The Bible says in the last days... Jesus said it in Matthew 24, there's going to be earthquakes in diverse, in other words, many places. And we're seeing more earthquakes today than we have seen in a hundred years. They have escalated. If Jesus, it said that ethnic group would fight against ethnic group. Just go to any of our biggest big cities and you see gangs, which is an ethnic group, fighting against other gangs, which are other ethnic groups. What do you think they're talking about there? Kingdoms will rise against kingdoms and nations. They're talking about, if you look at the Greek, that's what it's coming down to. Come on. And when they cry peace and safety, peace and safety, peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come. And then shall be my appearing. Of course, the sun and the moon will go dark, and that could be caused by a supervolcano, or however God's going to do it. And then Jesus is coming back. But you know what, for the Christian, this is... We're going to be too busy to be worrying about all the mess going on. We're not going to be the ones who are fearful. The Bible says that it's going to happen that men's hearts would even stop, but the Christian won't. You know why? Because the wrath is not meant for his church. It's meant for those outside of the church, and we're going to be too busy getting people saved. There's going to be the greatest revival the world has ever seen, and more people will become Christians during that time before the Lord's coming. So we're going to be busy, and it's going to take teamwork, because there's going to be times, the Bible says, during the birth pains, that there'll there'll be times when there's no food to eat. So we're going to have to pull together and work together to feed each other. My word. That's not so bad, because I'll tell you what. Some of that stuff that uh, Marilyn makes, oh my word, and then we found out Tim can cook. We're not going to starve. Of course, we're going to learn how to fast, but that's a good thing. Um, anyway, the Bible says here, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Let me tell you something, with teamwork, the reward is sweeter than when you work, the reward is sweeter when you work with others in unity as a team. The achievement feels so much better than when you do it all by yourself. And you know the other good thing, is why it's sweeter? You won't get a big head. Let me tell you something. Two of my worship people, two, Two of my worship people are in the back there right now. But you saw them get up here without their leader. Didn't they do an awesome job? Why? Because they've learned how, along with the booth, how to work together and teamwork. Now, I think I'm going to have to come down and do some drills to make our team better because I've been after them to do these drills with the Booth people. I've been after them just to throw out songs and they have to find them quick. See how fast she found the song when she knew which song I was talking about? All right, boom, she had it! I've been after them to do these drills at practice time. So that Jason, when he gets moved, starts getting moved on by the Spirit of God, he's got his list. And he's going through his list and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit says... Now nah, I'm changing it on you. What? But we didn't, invest out in the queue. I'm changing I want you to do this song. He can just look at who's ever in the booth and it'll be normal for them. And he can just go where the spirit leads him to go. You know, that's the great thing. I used to love that. I'd give the piano player a come in. I give the piano player, I just have to give one person the list. They would take the list. And you know what? I used to love it when the Spirit would take charge. And we would go, we'd forget about the list and we would go where the Spirit led us. I'll tell you what, when we were going through that revival up in Maine, I could just look at Brother Tory. He knew exactly what song I was going to sing next. He, and it wasn't on the list. He, we'd just look at each other. We'd start singing it. And he'd, start, he'd be playing it. That's how well the Holy Spirit was acting in there. That's what can happen. That can happen for the people in the booth and the song leader. He, yeah. I just can't... I'm looking forward to the day when the Spirit is so heavy in this place. Glory to God, because we have such unity. The only way the Holy Spirit can be like that is we're in a place of unity. And He draws us together. And you know what? They had such unity as in our read this morning that the place where they were praying was shook by the power of the Holy Ghost to show them they were... We're in the right track going in the right direction. Because I'll tell you what, the reward is sweeter when we work together in unity. Besides, let me tell you something. All of us need someone when we fall down to help us back up to our feet. Come on. You and I know that. We knew that. Oh my word. At my tender age. Sometimes I get down on the floor. <laughs> I don't get up as fast as I used to. My word. I have to, I, most majority of the time, I have to crawl over to the chair <laughs> to push myself up. Uh, I'm no longer 20. When I was 20, I could just fall down, bound back up, like, what happened? <laughs> uh. Glory to God! And I got a four and three quarters at home. It's going to be five here soon. He and Eve are both going to be five here soon. Can you can you believe it's been almost five whole years? Let me show you another verse about why working as a team is wonderful. Go over to Psalm one thirty three. I'm only going to talk about one verse there. Psalm 133. It's probably up there behind me, isn't it? Already. Yep. She's, see, when, when the booth is working in unity with you, they're faster than you. Um, <laughs> 133 in verse 1 says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to get tw- dwell together in unity. Come on. How good and pleasant and pleasant what causes that good and pleasant okay Tim I know what you're thinking good and plenty now you're going to have to wait to get to the store until afterwards now (gasps) what causes that good and pleasant unity teamwork the church the family of God is called to work and dwell in unity behold how good and pleasant it is Come on. Yeah. Don't we love it when we're doing that? But yeah, people want to fuss about when the rapture's going to happen. Yeah. People want to fuss because someone sang off key. People want to fuss because a kid got noisy. People, oh my word, that's not unity, that's just fussing. Yeah. Right? How about we be a help to one another besides let me tell you something nobody knows when the rapture is going to happen only god the father knows he hasn't even told jesus when it's going to happen read your bible did the jews have it right when jesus came the first time nope do you think we got it all figured out nope because god loves to surprise his people I'll tell you what, there's days, I, most days I just wake up, he's coming pre-trib. There's other days he's, I wake up, he's coming mid-trib. But you know what, I know God's going to work. I love it. I loved what Perry Stone said the other day. Perry Stone is pre-trib. He was on a program with a guy that's almost post-trib. And he's got a board member that is mid-trib. He says it's not worth fighting about because God's going to all work it out and it'll all pan out in the end. And he's not a pan-rapturist. You know, that lazy man's rapture. I don't need to figure it out because God... No, 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 we should know what's going to happen. But I love what Perry Stone says. He says, I prepare with five different contingency plans. He says, I drive my staff crazy. He says, we're supposed to be at the airport one hour early. No, we leave so we get there four hours early because you don't know what kind of traffic you're going to hit or if you're going to have a car going to break down or something's going to happen. He says, I just overly prepare, and there's nothing wrong. You know what? Noah prepared an ark for the salvation of his family, and aren't we glad? Because otherwise we wouldn't be here because we would have all been underwater. Right? We are building together the kingdom of God, and I'm going to close with 1 Corinthians 3.9. 1 Corinthians 3.9 is a sweet verse. In the bible and paul's talking to the church that had to learn how to be united they weren't always united they they in first corinthians they were a mess second corinthians they were a great church but they were a mess when he had to write this letter to them and um, but he's telling us how beautiful and wonderful we can be when we are working together for the lord Oh my word, I went right past it. Okay, here we go. 1 Corinthians 3.9 says, For we are... Listen, this is beautiful. This is speaking to you. Put your name in there. For Robin is God's fellow worker. For Jeremy is God's fellow worker. For Karen is is god's fellow worker for sam is god's fellow worker are you getting it put your name in there remember doris used to tell you that all the time put your name in there you know that's how you pray the scripture lord you say i'm your fellow worker so lord use me and it's awesome to be known as your fellow. can you imagine you're god's fellow worker oh think about that he's god and you're you and he calls you his fellow worker? For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. Mm. You are God's building. We are building together the kingdom of God, or we should be. We each have a role to play and we should be working together, shoulder to shoulder Look what it says just one verse before, verse verse eight. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. It's not the same person, but they are one together as a team. This is a guy who wants to become a member. He's gotta learn that if he's gonna do that, he's gonna get picked on. Okay. <laughs> All right, get your watering can. Okay, I can't. He's got a little. I have to dig. Ugh. Take my seed. Now he's supposed to water. No. <laughs> then we come over here. I'm digging. Now you're. Sp- I've covered up. You water. Dig, plant, water. Dig, plant, water. Hold hold it, hold it, hold it, we're we're missing a teammate. The problem with that, there's an easier way. Oh, we gotta get the right order. Okay, you're gonna plow. Okay, start plowing. I'm planting and covering, planting and covering, planting and covering, and you're watering. Planting and covering. Do you think we're getting more work done that way? Then if I was just out here, I'm going to take me all year to get the field taken care of, isn't it? But the three of us working together now, granted, he thinks he's got the easiest job because he's just putting. He's got to run back to the river and get more water us all the time, and we're just going along. You know what? No wonder we gave the youngster the work that's it. of watering. That's cool. But that's the team. And God says, Paul says, we are one. Amen. There was three of us working, but we're one yeah. doing it. And each will receive his own reward according to his labor. So if we don't give up, (laughs) great will be our reward. But if we just haphazardly do it, you see, teamwork takes us all working together without being haphazard. Right? Shoulder to shoulder, getting it done, and taking our church to the community. The church is. Is not this building. Otherwise, we'd be jacking it up and putting it on the back of the truck and parading it around town. And as we parade it around town, we grab people off the street and throw them in the building. It's a little dangerous. <sighs> <laughs> <Let's go. sighs> we are God's building. Amen. We are His field. We are to go out into this community and compel them to come in. That's what the scripture says. Compel them. Now, if Jason was here, he'd be giving they you a whole bad. different um, view of compelling them, grabbing them, tying them up, and bringing them in. Is where he would start from, and then he would go, "No, it would really no." That's not what it's not talking about. Kidnapping, compelling them, convincing them, convincing of them of their need for Jesus. So let's get busy. And lift up the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Bible says, if I be lifted up, Jesus said, I will draw all men unto me. So I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to get upset with some dear friends. But that does not mean, lifting up Jesus does not mean you have the best food pantry in town. Lifting up Jesus doesn't mean you have the best clothing giveaway in town. Lifting up Jesus doesn't mean you're giving away cars. Lifting up Jesus is you're telling people their need for Jesus to be their Savior. Now, do we need to sometimes feed people? Yes. If we found somebody starving, wouldn't we feed them? But you know what? Our poor people aren't starving today. Come on. Oh, they might have some days where they don't have food in the house. But you know the early church used to fast two days a week? But they're not saved, I know. And so we would, if we found somebody who was hungry like that, we'd find a way to feed them, wouldn't we? Come on. We make sure they ate. I know, so I know you. But we're not supposed to, the church with all of its good works today is seeing less people saved in America than when our first love and our first focus was showing people their need of salvation. We need to have a reformation in America Where we get back to number one priority is to let them know about the power of the gospel, how it can change their lives. Because let me tell you something. You give somebody Jesus and they get saved, they're never going to be hungry again. Come on. I know that Jesus said, we'll always have the poor amongst us, but you know what? He takes care of them. And he meets their needs. Now, let me tell you something. I wish I could afford right now to write out a $10,000 check and get some emergency food. And I, I'd store it up here for those days when we need to... Disasters come, don't they? And we have food for people to eat because I know where to get some good taste in food. Same place Perry Stone has bought it from. <laughs> Perry Stone doesn't keep it stored up so he can just take care of himself. He stores it up so he can help people. Come on. I'm talking about a church God minister now. I'm not talking about somebody else. I wish I had that $10,000 to the, the church offer, it's called, to t- so that the church would have all this food to give away. There's going to be a day when there's going to be no food to eat. And I'll tell you what, if the, if the church isn't raptured before that day, the church has got to have an answer. Right? Believe me, Noah had to build an ark. Joseph had to prepare, and he saved the world because he prepared. They probably called him crazy for those first seven years, but the next seven years they didn't call. Him, they called him, "Oh man, he's smart." So come on. Our first job, though, is to lift up Jesus. So let's work at it. Let's work as a team, because teamwork will get the dream. Dream, teamwork will make the dream work. And if we work as a team, we will see this place full. Because I'll tell you what, I've had some people complain, how come, and I'm going, okay, what have you done about it? What have you done about it? Who have you told about Jesus? Who have you compelled to come What have you done? Teamwork all of a sudden causes you to be part of the solution, not the problem. Teamwork will say, hey, pastor, I'm going to believe with you and we're going to put that new furnace and air conditioner in on that side of the building. So we don't have those huge bills anymore. Teamwork will say, we can do it. Oh... Isn't that the truth? Come on. we got to be a people of faith. And faith without works, faith without teamwork is dead. Faith without unity. And so we need to have unity. We're, we're talking about starting some, a ministry. Some, we're talking about starting Life Core. 5 o'clock on Sundays. We're, we're looking at possibly doing Celebrate Recovery. <laughs> do, celebrate Recovery. Do, 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 do. Let's see, who needs it in here? Um, wait a second, no. The people out there that we need to take the church to need it. And I'm so glad that Tim and I were talking about that we want to make it more spiritual than clinical. Because only Jesus can change and meet the need and set people free. We we want to go out there and touch hurting lives and see people set free, amen? Because only Jesus can do it. Only Jesus can do it hallelujah and for the christian who is just listening out there stop living in a bubble get into church i'm talking about i'm talking to the ones who just don't go to church they just listen to this or watch a program on tv get into church be a difference maker let the lord use you and get into a team of people who love Jesus and want to love others. Amen? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this message today. We thank you, Lord, that this message is piggybacked (laughs) off of last week. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that this message is challenging us to work together in unity and letting each person know That they are an important part of the team. Each one that's here today is an important part of the team. Because Lord, you have called the body together. You call the body, the church, your body. And you call for it to have unity. And you call for each member to do its job within that body. So that it can function and get the work done. We thank you for the great examples in the Bible, Lord, that we see of how unity can make amazing things happen. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to use us in ways we never dreamt possible. And Lord, you're gonna use this church to change this community, that people will come to know you, truly know you as their Lord and Savior, and feel your presence, and be filled with your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you for this. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen, Amen and amen.